Welcome everyone to the Oabet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today is Shur Daf Nun Bet. We're starting from Nun Aleph Amud Aleph from the bottom of the page at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says the following: Today's Shur is a zechut for our sponsor, his wife, and his baby boy. They should be zochei with zechut with haslacha in all that they do. Amen. A person who did not ever see the Simchat Petah he never saw happiness in his life. The real happiness was Simchat Petah Shoeva. How would it work? After the first day of the holiday, the night of, of the first day of the holiday, they went down to the Izzat Nashim and they would make a very, very important uh, correction. Well, tomorrow we'll say what that is. Minorat Zaor Hayusham, there was huge minorah of gold. And they had four uh, containers of gold on its top. There was four ladders for each one. And there were four of the young Kohanim. Were assigned to each one. Ubedem kadim They were able to hold pitchers holding a hundred and twenty lug of oil. Okay. Shu metlim betoch sefer sefer. They would pour it into each bowl. From the worn out uh, pants of the kohanim and from their belts. They would use them to make wicks and light them. They were big wicks would make a big flame. There wasn't one courtyard in Yerushalayim that didn't get some light from the light of these tall, this very, very tall menorah with the wicks. They would have chasidim and Anshema said, dancing in front of them. They would specifically only, the only person who was allowed to dance in front of the Perekuna were people who were Hasidim. Just because you're a good dancer doesn't allow you to dance. They only let you dance. Guys who know Shas, guys who are big, big Sadiqim, Hasidim, those guys are the ones who are dancing. Okay? And they were dancing with flaming torches. They would say praises to Hashem. In front of it. They would dance with all their different instruments. There were 15 steps that goes from the opposite is 15 the sheer of the steps. Okay? The Levim would stand on the steps and say Shira Amdu. Two Kohanim would stand on the upper gate. She read Me'azat Israel Azat Nashim, which goes from the Azat Israel Azat Nashim. They would have two trumpets in the hand. Kara Gever, when the person would call out, right? No, we'll close it. Okay. When the temple 
the, the guy from the Beit Mikdash would call out. They would blow a shofar When they got to the tenth step, they again would blow When they got to the azana, right? Then they would blow again They would blow until they got to the gate going to the east. When they got to the gate going out to the east. They would turn from the east to the west. And they would say, Our forefathers in this place, They would turn away towards the sun and bow towards the sun. That's what our forefathers would do. And when they're saying they would bow towards the sun, we're talking about people during the time of the first Beit HaMikdash who were bowing down to Avodah Zarah. But us, we're turning towards Hashem. There were two people that would say, We are for Hashem, and to Hashem are our eyes. Okay. Says the Brayta, If you didn't see Simchat V'Shuvah, you never saw Simcha. If you didn't see Yerushalayim in its glorified times during the time when it was gloried, he never saw a beautiful city in his life. If you didn't see the Beit Mikdash in its beautiful time, he, in its, when it was being built, he never saw a beautiful structure in his life. Okay, so three things. Which Beit Mikdash were they referring to in the brighter. Now there was three Bet Mikdashes. Now you're thinking, Binyam is looking at thinking he, he thinks that there was only two. Right? And there's gonna be a third one. In fact, there was three. Shilomo built a Bet Mikdash. That lasted for four hundred and ten years. When they came back from Ezra, they built a Bet Mikdash, which lasted for about three hundred years. I'm approximating. Uh in, it would have lasted longer, but it was wasn't wasn't built with the same glory like Shalomah Melech, because they didn't have the same funds Shalomah had. So it was built more in a more temporary style. After a few hundred years, it wasn't as nice as it should be. And King Herod, who was a very, very evil man, but wanted to do Teshuvah, decided to do something good. He rebuilt the Bet Mikdash. And he made it gorgeous. And the, 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 the Tanaim were actually very worried that he might break it down and not put it back up, because he was such a rasha. But in fact, he did put it back up, and he built a beautiful Beit Mikdash, and that's what we're talking about now. So Gemara says, which one? Ze Binyan Hurdus. When we said you didn't see a beautiful building, we're referring to the Binyan of Hurdus. That's the one that was the nicest one. But my brother, what would he build it with? Amarava Avne Shisha Umeramna, with stones of green and white marble. Ikidami Avne Shisha Kuchla Umeima. Some say green, blue, and white marble. Afik Safa Vaayla Safa. One would come out and one would go in. In order to hold the cement, which means they were able to have it overlap so they could put cement in the pockets in the back, which means in, in the front, normally you see cement. He had it in a way where you wouldn't see the cement because he would have, like this, one in and one out, and the cement could be in the back, so this way in the front you don't see anything. Now, he thought to cover it with gold. 
the rabbi said, leave it. This is nicer. It looks like the waves of the sea, and therefore, even though it'll be more expensive than you're doing it, it looks prettier this way. Okay? Now, Tanya, we learned, If you never saw the Diapostian of Alexandria in Egypt, you never saw the beauty of the Jews. Now, this Diapostin was a very, very special uh, synagogue that was there. Okay? We'll see. Amlo Kimin Basilki Gadola Haita. It was like a beautiful basilka. Steve, the name was Steve. Benches, inside benches. Basilka is a, is a type of building. Okay? And sometimes they would have 600,000 and 600,000, which is double the number of adults who left Egypt. There were 71 chairs of gold for the 71 members of the Sanhedrin. Each one was weighed at least 21, 21, well, 21 times 10,000 is 210,000. Each one filled with 210,000 kikar of gold. There was a wooden platform in the middle. He would stand in the middle with a flag in his hand. When it came the time for everyone to answer, Amen, he would wave the, the flag. They wouldn't sit all mixed up. The goldsmith lived in one, was in one area. Kashmam, the silversmith in one area. And the blacksmith in one area. The coppersmith in their own area. And the weavers in their own area. And when a poor man would come, come there, he would see the people, would go there and get, 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 a, get, a, get a job. He would find a parnasah for him and his family over there. So it's a beautiful, beautiful area in Alexandria. They all got killed by Alexander the Macedonian, Alexander the Great. Why were they punished? Because they went against the Pasuk that says, You're not allowed to go back on this road anymore. You weren't supposed to go back to Egypt. They went back to Egypt. Kiata, when Alexander came, he found them reading the, the, the Sefer Torah, which says, Hashem will bring you a goy merachok. Now this pasuk, Hashem will bring you a goy merachok, happens to be in this week's parasha. We just read it this morning. But this is all a coincidence, right? Amar, Nechti, Ha'u gavar bayil, Lemeti sivinta ba'asara yomi, He, He, uh, I was going to come in a ship that came in 10 days. But I came in 5 days. Now, right? So therefore he figured, if I had to come so fast, Hashem brought me here to hear this, and therefore, obviously I'm supposed to kill him. 
and he killed him. So Alexander killed all these guys, even though we look normally happy at Alexander the Great for what he did in Eretz Yisrael. Seemingly, uh, he wasn't such a big sadiq. He killed all these Jews in Alexandria. Okay. Says the Gemara, Motzei Yom Tov Harishon Shel Chag. They would go to the to the to the Zat Nashim. They made Tikkun Gadol, a beautiful uh, fix-up. My Tikkun Gadol. Amar Avzal Keotos Shina, like we saw in the Mishnah. Chalukah Itab Yishuna. The wall was smooth. Vikifiu Gushuta. They made a balcony around it. They made the men, the woman on top, and the men, the men on the bottom. This way, there's no mingling. That was the tikkun gadol to avoid the mingling. Because when they have a situation like this, it's important to avoid mingling. It used to be the woman outside and the men inside. Woman inside and men outside. It caused uh, hacking. Because they, the men would end up, end up going in. So they went, made the woman outside, the men inside. It was still Kalurosh. They still would come to Kalurosh because they could see each other. Right? What happened? They didn't kick the woman out, but the woman on top, and that was good enough. How did I do it? I thought. They made the Beit Mikdash in a way that was from Hashem, and therefore, if so, you can't make your own things. Amarav, so Rav said, They found the Pasuk, and they learned the Pasuk. That's how they to do it. What did they do? It says, It says, Everyone will make a... Uh, it says, in the time of Gog Magog, they're going to have to have a lot of funerals, and they'll have a lot of his beds. His bed will be the family of David alone, and their wives alone. If, when they're doing a hesped, you have to have men and women separately. They're doing simcha. And the yesara is there on them. You have to be even more careful at a wedding than you have to do a funeral. If you, have, if you need a separation in Mechitsa at a funeral, you definitely need one at a happy occasion. Hi, Hesped, my Avita. Once you mention this, why is there going to be a Hesped when Mashiach comes? Some say that the Hesped is going to be for Mashiach ben Yosef. There's two Mashiachs. Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach David. Mashiach ben Yosef comes first. Then Mashiach ben David comes afterwards. Some say this is bad. Is the, is the bad they're going to have from Mashiach ben Yosef who gets killed in the fight? Others say they're going to be having a hesped for the Yitzhara. When Yitzhara dies, they have a hesped on him. That's why it says that they look at me. And they'll mourn over him like you like you mourn over only child. Because you know, people are going to feel very bad. They lost Mashiach ben Yosef. They should be happy. Why are they crying? It's awesome. Now, it could be that the two opinions are connected to the two opinions whether or not there's going to be a regular life when Mashiach comes or not. Right? 
going to them, if, if they're killing the Mashiach Ben Yosef, you're still in regular life. If they're killing the Yitzhak, you're not in regular life anymore. Says the Gemara, Kedera Shav Yehuda, Lati Davo, Meviyo HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yitzhak, Veshochto, Bafnei Tzadikim, Bafnei Yisraim. Tzadikim, Nidmelem, Kehar Gavoh, Tzadikim are going to see the Yitzhak getting killed, and they're going to say, wow, Hashem killed this huge mountain. Or Shaim, Nidmelem, Kehut Asara. The Shaim will look like a chut asara, like it looks like a string of air. Okay? Till the shaim. Tzadikim bochim. Sorry. Tzadikim bochim. Ve'omim hechi cholim lechboshet. Ha'ad gavor zeh. Tzadikim start crying. They say, how do we, we manage to beat this huge mountain? Rashim Bochim, Omri, the Rashim are crying and saying, How come we couldn't stand up this with this hair? Right? That's the No, no. So, so we're explaining that the reason why they're crying is because they're crying. This is the Hesped, exactly. He's, he's wondering also. I'll also be surprised at this. Now, I saw a beautiful shot by the altar of Nevardak. He asked on this Gemara, and he says, How does it be? What is it? Is it really a hair? Or is it really a mountain? So the Kima was saying it's a mountain, and the Shaim was saying it's a hair. And they're both crying, but what is it? Answer is, says the altar in Avardic, it's a mountain of hairs, which means if you every time you do another avera, it gets to be every time you you beat it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Hashem makes it bigger on you until you're able to beat these huge things. But but to the shaim, they never get anywhere. They keep breaking it. I could have just done this small thing. But the hairs build up and they build this mountain. That's why for the Sadiqim it's so huge and for the Shaim it's so small. You with us? Yeah. Okay. Now, it looks like a spider thread. Then in the end, it becomes thick like a cart. It starts like nothing and it develops into the car, which means if you do Avera a lot of times, it becomes easy to you. And then it becomes hard to break the habit. Ask me and I'll give it to you. When he sees Mashiach Ben Yosef getting killed, all I want to do is live. Don't worry, your grandfather David already prophesied about you that you're going to live. Don't worry. I already gave you has seven names. Hashem calls him Ra. Shneimar Kiyetzer Lev Haadam Ra Minurav. Hashem calls him. Talk about the Yetzer Moshe Karau Arel. Moshe called him the uncircumcised one. Shneimar Umaltem Et Orlat Levavchem. You should cut off the Orla, the Yetzer in your heart. David Kro Tamet. Told him Tamet. Shneimar Lev Tahor Berali Elohim. 
Hashem green you lift over, that's the Yitzhara. Yitzhara tov. Mechal dikatameh. If it's lift tahor, that means it's also Yitzhara. Shalom kanot sonech. Shemot called it the enemy, the hater. Shneimad, imra'ev sonecha. If your enemy is hungry, ha'achilu lechem. Feed him bread. If it's thirsty, give it water. Because when you do that, you're giving whole, you're putting coals on his head, and Hashem will reward you. Which means, if you're, the Gemara is understanding that if your enemy is hungry, you give him lechem. Lechem is a fight, like milchama, the milchama of Torah. And if you tell, give him ma'im, it's referring to Torah and ma'im el Torah, uh-huh. and therefore, if you want to mess him up, you're, you're hungry. Okay, I'm coming to go do the daf now, and that should turn it around. Okay, al tikri yishalem lach. Don't say Hashem will pay you back. Ela yishalemulach. Rather, he'll leave you alone. But yetsera, yishayak karom machshol. Yishayak called him a stumbling block. Shneimad solu solu clear clear. Panu dar, let's talk about when Mashiach comes. Yeshayah talking about when Mashiach comes. Panu dar, clear out the road. Harim u'mashol mededech ami. This actually is in the, the Haftarah right before Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Clear, solo, solo, panu dar, harim u'mashol mededech ami, I think. And therefore, take away the stomach block, which means when Mashiach comes, we get rid of the stomach block. Yani, we're getting rid of the Yitzhah. Okay? Haskel, we're good. Yahaskel Karu Aibin. He said called it a stone. Shneimar Vasiroti Etleva Evan Bisarchim. I will take away the 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 heart of rock from your flesh. I'll give you a flesh one. Which means when Shah comes, you want to get Sarah. Yoel Kut Sifuni, you still calls it the hidden one. Shneimar, Veta Sifuni Ahik Malachim, I will take away the hidden one from you. Yaani. I will take away your Sarah. We sing on Rosh Hashanah in the Syrian shows. Tzifoni is the hidden one. Tanur Rabbanam, we learned, I will take away the hidden one from you. That's hidden in the heart of man. I will push him away to a land that's arid and desolate. It's dry and desolate. People to start up with. I'll turn his face to the first sea. That's because he started up, the got rid of the first Petrash by starting up with the Jews. And he killed So for the Yamaharon, it says that in the Pasuk it says that his end will be to the to the last sea, because he destroyed also the destroyed the second Petrash. His smell will go up. And Sahanto and his his uh, his putridness will uh go up. He he doesn't start up with the Jews. He only starts up with the haters of the Jews, Yani the Jews themselves. We always call the Jews the haters of the Jews. Because we don't want to talk about that. Because Because he did great things. That means he starts up more with than regular people. The story of Abaye. One time Abaye was listening and he saw, heard a guy 
telling a woman, let's get up early and we'll walk together on the road, on the isolated road in the forest. Now, Abai is thinking a man and a woman going together on the isolated road in the forest, that's Benus. They're going to do Averah, Bami. Amar, Azel, Afreshinum, Isura. I will follow them to avoid them doing an Averah. Azel, Batrayu, Tlata, Parse, Ba'agma. He followed them for three parsa in the meadow. When they said goodbye, he heard them say, we, Our paths are separating. It was nice to be able to walk together. It was so nice to walk together. And they were leaving. If it was my enemy, if, if it was me who walked with him, I would not be able to stop doing Avera. He was leaning against the door bolt and he was he felt bad. Understand the reason why you wouldn't be able to handle it is because the greater you are, the greater your getzahara is. Okay? And therefore, you would not be able, that's why you wouldn't be able to handle it. Okay, I'm person gets a goes against him every day. Only evil all day. Don't think there's any time of the day where the Yitzhak leaves you alone. Okay? He always wants to kill him. The Rashah is waiting for the Sadiq and wants to kill him. Hashem wouldn't help him. Any he would be able to get him. Able to get him. Hashem Okay, he will not be able to leave his hand or condemn him in judgment. Now, how's a good way to get the Yitzhara? This is what Binyamin's been waiting for for a long time. We also want to mention that Binyamin is back in class, and we missed him a lot. And now that he's back, we hope that he'll be able to stick with us as much as he can. Okay, If you meet this disgusting guy, bring him to the he, if he's a stone, he'll dissolve. In Barzil, if it's iron, it'll shatter. That means that if you, if the guy is pulling you, Yetzirah wants you to be dishonest. Learn about emet. If he wants you to do Lashon uh, Hara, you practice doing Chavetz Chaim. Do, try to break whatever type it is. It says that water wears down the rocks. So you see that water can break it. Water is Torah. Torah is like fire also. And Esh could shatter a rock, a hammer, ish, patish, and a hammer will shatter the rock. Okay, good. Yitzhara pulls a person to do sin in this world. He's a total backstabber. In this world, he makes you friend, he pulls you to do Averot, and when you get to Shemayim, he's the one who testifies against you. He pampers the servant for use, and then he ends up to be a ruler at the end, which means he's going to rule over you. And in Shemayim, he's going to be your your prosecutor. Shechen ba'avtach, 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 shechen ba'avtach
Sahada Menon. We call a witness a Manon. And therefore, Rebchia had his own way to do it, but in his At-Bach system, one equals nine. At and Bet equals Chet. Okay? So if you follow that system, every, in this system, anything that equals up to ten is works. So Bet and Chet, Zayin and Gimel, Yud and Sadi, Chaf and Pei, Kuf and Resh can be switched. So therefore, if you follow that system, Manon equals Sahada, uh-huh. a witness. Okay. Ravuna Rami, Ktiv, the Pasuk says, Kiruach Zinunim Hit'ah. It says that the spirit of Znut caused the Jews to do Averot. Sounds like outside. Ktiv Bikidbam, and then it also says that it's inside them. Is Yetzana in you? Or is it not outside you? In the beginning, it's outside you. In the end, it comes part of you, and it's hard to get it out of you. Okay, so yes, it starts out of you and ends up in you. Torah is called a halach. Halach is a journey, journeyer. In the end, he becomes like a guest. Then he becomes a man. Okay, now this, this, um, what's going on here is David HaMelech had taken Batsheva from Uriah and Natanavi came to give him Musad, and he told him Mashal about a guy who had a whole flock, and he took his friend who had only one little, one little uh, sheep, and who was his best friend. He used to sleep every day in the same house as him, and he took that to make the barbecue. And he said, "You're the guy who's making the barbecue of so many wives. You're taking this guy's wife." And but so in this thing of Yitzhara, when he's talking about the Yitzhara, they call the guy first. They call him a guest. First they call him a walker, and then they call him a guest, and then they call the same guy Ish. So you see the Yitzhara's way is to switch. First he's, you know, you're just going to taste it, and then you become, you love it. Okay. A person has a small organ, which means a person has his Brit Milah. If he starves it, and he doesn't give in to his Ta'avot to try to do everything he wants, Sava, then it's happy. Must be all, if you give it a lot, Ra'ev, it ends up being hungry. They say in Rav's, Rav's academy, they say the following. There's four things Hashem regrets building, having them. Galut Kastim, Ishmaelim, Galut is the Jews going to Galut. Kastim is the Babylonians. Ishmaelim, Ishmaelim, How do we know? What do I need over here? My, my, my nation was taken for nothing. Kastim, how do we know he regrets the Babylonians? Behold the land of Kastim, this nation was never here. Ishmaelim, 
la'asher hevi eleha eloa biyado. It says the tents of the robbers were great, and they make Hashem upset. Hashem brought this with his own hand. I caused the evil. Hashem is complaining that he caused the evil. Okay? If it wasn't for these Pesukim, that Hashem takes responsibility for causing the trouble, the Jews would be in, big, in hot water. Enemies use meaning the Jews. Mm-hmm. I caused the evil. It says that we are like clay in the hands of a potter, and and therefore we're also like clay in the house of Hashem, which is indicating that it's not all our fault. Yes, it's our fault, but not fully our fault. Hashem has some role in it. I'll take away your heart of stone and which means that Hashem could take away the, the a little bit from us and therefore it's a little bit out, a little bit not our fault because he didn't take it away from us. I'll give my spirit in you therefore Hashem could give us a little more pulling towards which we could have done better. And without these Pesukim, we would be in trouble because we would have very little defense. Here we have at least a little defense in it, in our way. Says the Gemara, Who are the four craftsmen? Hashem showed me four craftsmen. This Pasuk is in Zechariah. Who are the four craftsmen? Mashiach ben David and Mashiach ben Yosef. Ve'eliyahu, the Kohen Tzedek. And the Kohen Tzedek. These are the four craftsmen. Matim al-Sheshet i'hachi, hainu d'ekhtiv, v'yomer le'mor, ela korbanot shezalu et yudah. These are the horns, the karanot, these are the horns, shezalu yudah, which sent yudah away. Hail l'shuba'atu. But I thought you said, these people, these people are coming to bring Kaisel back. Right, because the next pasuk says that they're going to send the Jews away. Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach David, Eliyahu, and the Kohen Sedek are not people who are sending anyone away. Kohen Sedek is Shem ben Noach. Okay, so says the Gemara. Shem ben Noach, Kohen Sedek. Yes, Kohen Sedek. It says Shem ben Noach. That's Rashi's Shem ben Noach. Okay, says the Gemara. Amale, so he tells him no. Shefil Yosef, I go to the end of the pasuk. It says Vayavo ele laharid otam, and they came to terrify them. It cannot be manusim keren at eretz yudal zerota to throw down the horns of the nations who raised down a horn against Yudah to send it away. So if you go to the end of the Pasuk, you could see that these craftsmen are the ones who are getting everyone back. Okay? Why should I start off with Chana, with Tirav Chana? I see he knows everything about Agatha. I'm going to leave him alone. Okay. We have another Pasuk. And this will 
be peace. Ki avo ba'atzenu v'chi yedroch ba'al morotenu. If Ashur will come to our land, Ashur is another country, and will will step on our palaces. I will, we will set up seven shepherds and eight princes. Who are the Sheva shepherds? Who are the seven shepherds who take who will take care of us? Okay. David Beemsa. David Amelach is the middle. Adam Shet Umetushelach Mimino. Adam Shet Umetushelach on the right side. Abraham, Yaakov, and Moshe, Bismillah. Okay? Those are the eight shepherds who will take care of Kali Yisrael at the time. Umayni Ushmona Neshe Adam, who are the eight princes who are actually kings? David is also a king, though. But these, these princes were not shepherds. Okay? Yishai, Shaul, Shimuel, Amos, Tzvanya, Tzidkiyahu, who's a king, and Mashiach and Eliyahu. Okay, amazing. What? That's right. Okay. Let's let me stop over here. Then we'll go to the end. So, we'll go to the end. Which one is the one? Maybe we'll stop here. Okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Beautiful. Yeah.